today's daf is daf mem beis. We are holding at the two dots on mem aleph amud beis. It's about uh, seven eight lines before the lines get wide. Tan rabbanon, a little more than halfway down. So we had yesterday uh, a drasha. The pasuk says that. Uh, if a, an ox kills, it's sakal it has to be stoned. You're not allowed to eat the meat. And bala noki. So the way the Gemara concluded yesterday is that um, we know from the fact that you can't eat the meat that it's teaching us more than that. We learned from Loya Achilles Besaro, who's going to one shot, is it's also Bahano as well. You don't want to get any benefit. So, what do we need to know that Bala Shonoki, that he's, he's cleaned out, what is that coming to teach me? So, what is that coming to teach me that you cannot even use the hide? The hide of the animal is also prohibited in benefit, not just the, the meat. And the Gemara says that, the Gemara said, well, what about those opinions that use Bala Shonoki for something else? So how do I know that the hide is prohibited? So it says, because it says, es es is that which is auxiliary to the meat is also prohibited. So that's why I know the hide as well, according to those opinions. But we never stated yesterday, what are the other ways to use Bala Sharnaki for? And today we're going to offer three or four other options as to what you might be doing with Bala Sharnaki. The Pazik says that the... Uh, that the uh, owner is cleaned out. The owner uh, is, is cleaned out of the, of the asset. So that's what we're dealing with. So let's take a look inside. Tan Rabbanan. Bala Shonoki says the owner will be absolved. Absolved, also either cleaned out or absolved. What has come to teach me? Comes along Rabbi Eliezer Omer, Naki Michatsi Kofer. Since these Sukkim are dealing with a Tom, so it means he's clean, he's, he's absolved, he's clean, means that unlike in the Muad situation, where if the animal kills, right, not only do you have to execute the animal, but you also have a kofer payment, means whatever the value, remember you know, the value of the victim, the value of the perpetrator is, as an evid, sold as an evid, whatever that, that has to be paid to the family, the fact that if it's a tom, and normally by the time you pay half of what you normally would have paid for a muad, but we don't say that over here, that if it's a tom, that he's absolved. Bala Sharnaki means you don't have a din of chatzi kofer. Right? Everyone understand, that's what, Baal, that's what Lezer wants to suggest. That's what, uh, what, what Bala Sharnaki is coming to teach me, that it is, uh, not, so comes on Rabbi Akiva and he asks a bomb kasha. He says, one second, let's analyze this for a moment. We know that when we talk about damages, where is the damages paid from for Tom? From the, 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 where can the, 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 the oh, Nidza collect from? Only for, the gufo. Only for Gufo. And since we're talking about an animal here that has to be executed, then the Guf is Osir Bahano. You're not allowed to get any benefit from the Guf. So well, how could you have that. thought that you can get your Chatzin Kofer from the animal. That, that's, that's, so what do you need? Drush it down. Oh, you don't have to pay oh, You know what? I'll bring my animal here. Take the Chatzikov. You wouldn't be allowed to take it anyway. So what it says like this. The whole din of Tom is that you only get paid from the goof of the animal. And therefore, over here, you need a puzzle, tell me you don't pay Chatsi Kofer, right? What's again? Why can't the owners say, fine, I'll bring the animal to base and go get paid. You wouldn't be able to collect from it anyway. Why? Because that animal has to be executed and you don't want to get any benefit from the animal. So, what does Rabbi uh, Eliezer answer to Rabbi uh, Akiva? He says, I'm a low Rabbi Eliezer. Rabbi, but Rabbi Eliezer is going to come up with, there's going to be two versions of his response, but in both versions, he's coming up with scenarios where the animal cannot be executed. So therefore, that deflects Rabbi Akiva, meaning he says, you're right. Where the animal has to be executed, obviously, I don't need a verse telling me you don't pay Chatzikofer, because I wouldn't be able to pay Chatzikofer from the goof of the animal too. It has to be executed. But there are scenarios where you cannot execute the animal, and therefore, in those scenarios, 
where the animal killed but it cannot be executed, that's where I need a pastor to tell me what? Where you're going to get the... You know, there you would have thought you could get the kofar, and therefore, to teach, we don't get chazi kofar in the case of a tam. That's what I need it for. So, Amalo Rabeliezer, kach ani beinecho. He says, this is how you look at me. I mean, you think, I didn't realize that. That obviously, this can't be talking about when you're executing the animal, and I need a puzzle to tell me that you don't pay chazi kofar, the animal's been executed. Of course, I know that. He says, kach ani beinecho, shedini bezer. Uh, the, the, that I'm discussing that my, my, my ruling is talking about an animal that needs to be executed of course in such a case you don't need a pasuk for chazi kofer ain't dini my ruling my teaching was talking about shehemi says adam al echad al where there was no real full witnesses where the animal executed it was only because one aide came and told us or the person the owner was there and he admitted that it was his animal didn't those are the cases where you need to tell me you don't bechatzi kofer right because you might have thought you bechatzi kofer look the, 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 we have an Eid Echa telling me, or we have a, the person admitting, so maybe that's why I need a positive to tell me that you don't pay Chatzik Kofar in such a circumstance. So what I says like this, one second. If we're talking about a situ- situation where the person admitted, the Gemara now assumes that Chatzik Kofar would be like a Knas. Chatzik Kofar would be like a Knas. If the person admitted, of course he doesn't have to pay. Why don't you have to pay? Because we know it's all of a knas. If you admit to a knas, I'll be right? I'll be You don't have to pay. So therefore, I don't need a person to tell me he doesn't pay. If the only way you can get out of this is that, oh, there's a case where the animal's not going to be executed. How? Now, so the Rishon him deal with, what about the other case, the Eid Echad case? So the Rajma says a very interesting thing. The Rajma says the whole point of an Eid Echad is it makes you have to take an oath because we want you to admit. But you see, it wouldn't help you. We couldn't make you take an oath to admit because even if you admit, if it's a knas, you wouldn't have to pay. Means the bottom line is that even if Everybody it's... Everybody agrees, knas, I'll be up, you don't pay. That's right. So the bottom line is, so therefore, I don't need a positive to tell me you don't pay Chatzikofer over. If the only way you can come up with a case that the animal would be executed, where it would be through an admission of the owner, admission of the owner, you can't make him pay anyway. That's the most question. So I'll be, I'll, I'll be by limb. If it's through the bilim, or in the case, the way the, the Rajma explains, whether it's an Eid Echad that makes the bilim either have to swear or admit, right, L'chaira, that's if it's a case of Moedim Knasu, and if it's a case of Moedim Knasu, Moedim Knasu is Potter, so of course you don't pay the Chatzik Kofer. On that, the Gemara pushes back, well, who says Rebbe Lezer holds that Chatzik Kofer has got a din of Knas? Maybe there's din of Kapara, and Kapara maybe, there is no, I admit, no, I want to have that Kapara. We don't say a Svara of Moda Knas is Potter if it's not a, considered to be a straight out Knas, it's considered to be a Kapara. Kasavar Kufra Kapara, that, 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 that's considered to be a Kapara and an atonement, and an atonement you could pay based on your own admit. Does not, does not get you out of a. Therefore, and that's where you need a verse to tell me, Balasharnaki, because the question now has been deflected. Rabbi Kiva said, what do you need a verse for? You can't pay Chatzik Kofar from the goof of the animal it's gonna, if, 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 if it's Asr Bahano. Answer is because there are cases where it's not Asr Bahano. We don't have to execute the animal. When don't you have to execute the animal? Well, we don't have to aid him. But ah, so then how, why would you have to pay Chatzik Kofar? Because he admitted. And aid Echad caused him to admit. But either way, the bottom line is the verse is, but if he admitted, he doesn't have to pay because oh, it's not. No, it's, it's, it's That's why I need a verse to tell me that you do not pay even though logically you might have thought you had to pay, but you don't have to pay. Okay. All right. Now, that's Bryser number one as the alternative explanation of Barashornaki. Bryser number two. The Bryser number two is the same as number one, but it responds to Rabbi Akiva's question differently. Rabbi Akiva's question to Rabbi Lezer was, what do I need a positive for? You can't anyway give Chatziko for the animal has to be destroyed. Where it says, Tanya Idach, the second Brisa, an alternative Brisa to the response of Rabbi Yezer. Amalur Rabbi Yezer, listen back to Rabbi Akiva. Akiva, kachani be'inecho. This is this is how you look at me. This is what I'm in your eyes. That I, you don't think I know. Shadini bezesh of misa. That you think I'm talking about an animal that needs to be executed. And if it needs to be executed, of course there's no chazi kofer from that animal. Of course I wasn't referring to that animal. Ain't dini ella b'miskav and la'arigas of ahem of ahem of ahem 
I'm talking about a situation like this. Let's say we have, and you have to figure out what it means, Adim testify that we saw that this ox that killed the person, it was an accident. It actually, it was, it, it, it was, uh, uh, it had a bullseye on, the, on, on, a, on another animal. And, and the last minute that animal moved out of the way and instead it killed a person. Now we're coming up with scenarios, in such a case you don't execute the ox. But at the end of the day, it killed a person. So you might have thought, well, since it killed a person, you don't execute the ox, I understand, but you might still have to pay the kofer. And if you have to pay the kofer, in a case of Tom, you might have thought you have to pay Katsi kofer. That's why I need a case, a passage that says, Balashonaki, that by a Tom, you don't pay Katsi kofer. That's what that's needed for. But now it's not to flex the, bar, the question of Rabbi Akiva, because Rabbi Akiva said, if you have to execute the animal, and of course you can't get Katsi kofer in the kofer. That's the, that's the point, that's the point. So what is it like this? So any any elements carbon harukas of a hamad intend to kill an animal harukas of adam or the mitzvah intend to 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 kill a a a a a a a an over kuchavim mitzvah for harag Yisrael and killed and killed a Yisrael with nefelim it ended up it ended to kill a nefel a nefel is a non viable baby a baby that's born that is not going to make it through thirty days the ox will not be executed for that act but. By mistake, whatever, at the last minute, it, it, uh, it, it moved out of the way. Somehow somebody pushed the, the, the cart it was on, and it went and, and it killed uh, uh, Bar Kayama, a baby that's going to live for 30 days. That is a viable, but in all those cases, the ox would not be executed. And that's where you need a puzzle to tell me there's no Hatsiko for, because at the end of the day, it did kill a person, and then you might think that there's still kofer, so if there's kofer, it might be chatzik kofer, kamesh malan, balashonach, there's no chatzik kofer. Now, with the Gemara, in, in order to understand this, the Gemara says that we have two versions of what Rabbi Eliezer responded. Now, with the way the Gemara takes it, actually, that we understand that both versions answer Rabbi Akiva's question, right? Rabbi Akiva's question is that if you have to execute the animal, of course there's no chatzikofer of migufo. The answer is, is that cases we don't have to execute the animal. Now we had the version one, which is talking about where the animal uh, what happened in version one? Why don't you have to execute the animal? Because there weren't two valid witnesses. It was based on his own admission or based on Meid Echad, right? It did intend to kill the person that it killed, but it wasn't. We don't yeah, have the Al-Piyatma. That's what you needed for, that, right? And the second version, it was done without Kavana. It didn't intend to kill. A man intended to kill another, a baby in a You use the example of an animal, but it doesn't matter, right? I mean. Yeah, it does matter because that's a machlokas tanoim. We want to avoid that machlokas tanoim. It, it, it intended to kill something where it would not have right. been executed. And you initially, I thought you said animal just now. An animal. It ended to kill an animal. The Gemara gave three cases. It ended to kill an animal, kill the person, kill an over to Chavim, kill the Jew, or kill the Nafal, and kill the Bar Kayama. Those are the three cases. So now, the Gemara assumes, you know what, that actually it makes sense that Rabbi Akiva gave both, Rabbi Lezer gave both answers. He actually gave, the reason we have two versions is because he gave both, he, he gave both answers. The question that one wants to know is which answer did he give first? Now why that makes, it, makes uh, why it's important, because sometimes when you give a second answer, it means you're retracting from the first answer. So we want to know which answer was said first. Is he retracting or adding? Oh, right, now, the question is, which is the better answer? Now, the Gemara assumes, the Rishonim say, that the second answer was the better answer because the second answer did not have any questions on it. The first answer, remember, ah, it's knas, and you had, to, you had to like do some kind of a, it's kapara, but it's not knas. You know, the first answer is got a little bit more holes in it then the second answer, the second answer is considered to be the better answer. So that's why we want to know, was the better answer said first, and then the second one was as an add-on, or was the first answer said first, and then the second answer, which that would could be imply that it's a retraction, because he first gave the first answer, and he said, you know what, that's not such a great answer, I got a better answer, and that could be he's retracting from the first one. So that's why we want to know which one was said first. So let's see. So hi, Amar Leiberesha. Which answer did he give first? So Gemara says like this: Rav Kahana made the Rava Amar Miskaven Amar Leiberesha. The uh, the second answer was given first. The one that the intent was for A, and then he killed B. That was given first, and then the answer of that he killed without the appropriate aid was given second. 
Raftav Yumim Shmei Rava Amar, he said, no, he has the tradition that was Hamis Amar Beresha. The way we have it in the order that we had it is that he, the intent where he was, he wanted to kill A, and he killed A, just it wasn't to aid him, was the first answer. And the case of Miskaven for A and then killed B, that was said second. That's what, right. So Mora says like this, what's the difference between the two opinions? Rav Kahana Mishmei Rava Amar Miskaven Amar Beresha, that version two was said first where the ox intended to kill someone that initially was no obligation and then killed without intent one that there is, and that's where you need to know that there's no chatzik kofer, mashal litzai yitzhashol ayam. And this could be the, 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 the way you could understand it, is if you have a, fi, a, a fisherman, all right, a tzai, someone is, a, is trapping fish or fishing, right? And what happens what is, is that mashkach uh, ravravi, and he pulls a large fish out. Large fish means the better answer. He pulls the large fish out of the, 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 out of the sea, all right? And he keeps it. And then he goes, keeps fishing, and he pulls out a smaller one. All right, he'll keep that too. Meaning, it, 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 it doesn't detract from the first answer, which is the better answer, to have one which is not as good. It covers maybe angles that the first one didn't cover, even if it's not as good, but he's keeping both fish. So therefore, both answers are valid answers. The better answer is the one he gave first. The lesser answer is the one he gave second. But maybe he likes the second answer because maybe it covers certain angles that the first answer does not give. It, it broadens the halacha, uh, the halacha. That's why, according to the opinion of Rav Kahan Mishmei Durova, that the better answer was first and then the weaker answer was second. Right? Now, what about Rav Tavyumi Shmei the Rav? Rav Tavyumi in the name of Rav said, no. Hamis Amar the case where an animal killed with intent, but there was an Adem, which is the weaker answer was given first, and then the better answer was given second. What does he compare it to? Also to the fisherman. Meshkav Zutri, the guy fishes, catches a smaller fish. Now, if he catches smaller fish and keeps fishing and then he catches the bigger fish, what would a fisherman sometimes do? Throw back Small smaller one and keep the bigger one. That's what's going on here because he kept fishing because he kept because he knows the first one is not so good, therefore he looks for a better one. But once he finds the better one, it's a retraction on the on the one that's not as good. So therefore, Zutri, he finds a smaller one. That's all he has at this time, Shagli takes it. But Mezrach, right away he finds afterwards he finds a bigger one. So Shadi Zutri he'll throw back the small one and he'll take the bigger one. Means and that's what's happening over here. Means there is a halachic difference between them because if you hold it's retraction, we can't go with that ruling anymore. If you hold it's just an add-on, it's an addition, then you can. It really depends. Was the better answer said first and then the second so one's an add-on? Well, that's it's my flow well, between these two opinions. Okay. All right. So, so far, if we just want to have, we have two versions as to the rebuttal of Rabbi Eliezer to Rabbi Akiva, but both versions were going with the idea is that Bala Shornaki used to teach me that there's no Din Chatsi Kofer. Right? There are two versions as to how they responded to Rabbi Akiva's. Now we have a third version. Tanya Idach. Bala Shor Naki. What is Bala Shor Naki coming to teach me? Says Rabbi Yossi Aglili Omer, Naki Midmei Vlados. Now this one is a bit of a reach. We know there's a parasha in the Torah that if two people are fighting with intent and they're really trying, the way the Chazal understand, they're trying to kill one another and one person has an errant blow and in fact, instead of hitting the person, he hits a pregnant woman, all right? Causing her to miscarriage, right? So now the rule over there, the way the simplest reading of it is, is that if there is, it says, if there is no fatality, the way we always explain it is there's no fatality, means the woman doesn't die, then you have to pay for the, uh, for the fetus. So you have to pay the husband of the woman, you have to pay the fetus. If the woman does die, this is the way we're going to see it. That's the way understand it. Not everyone understands it this way. But if the woman does die, so then you have a Kamlebidrami situation because he is higher for having given a death blow against the pregnant woman. Because the Chachamashita is, if you intend to kill A, which would have been a capital offense, and you kill B, the fact that you kicked the wrong person is still considered to be a capital offense. And therefore, you don't pay for the, uh, the miscarriage there because, by, uh, because of Kamlebidrami, whether you don't pay for the collateral damage when there's a capital offense involved, right? Remember, that was, so therefore, that's what the Pesach, now, 
comes along, now we're trying to figure out, it says, Bala Sharnaki, that the owner of the ox is exempt. What is he exempt from? Comes along, Rabiosi uh, Aglili, he says, is that it's telling you that unlike a person that is exempt, if there is a fatality on the mother, you don't pay for the uh, fetus, right? The the law is that you do not have uh, uh, the. Uh, uh, exemption in this case, then. Uh, so therefore, like this, meaning like in, in this case, meaning like this, it's saying is like this. I'm sorry, let me just get it right. It's saying is that uh, even though the rule is that you would think that the owner of the ox. That's, that, that, that gores a pregnant woman, causing her to miscarriage, when there is no fatality, what would you think? You have to pay for damages. And therefore, you would have to pay for, half dam- for, for the damages. In this case, we're dealing with a tom. Then what would you have to pay for half the damages of the miscarriage? Comes along. Balasharnaki is that there is no payment of chatsi nezek for the Dmei Vlados, for the value of the miscarriage. That's what, that was coming. Now, why this is a bit of a stretch? Because unlike the first two explanations, you're dealing with the case of Kofer, because the Pasuk is dealing with a Kofer. The Pasuk's talking about when you, an ox kills a person, and the question is, is that Kofer or not Kofer? That's what it's dealing with. The, the way you're learning over here, it's not dealing with Kofer. It's dealing with a different parsha in the Torah, the Baal Sharnak, you're applying it to the case of the, mis- the, 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 the causing a miscarriage, by Gori, even though that's not what we're dealing with over here, but we see sometimes when you don't, uh, have an application of a certain clause in one area, you can use it to teach me something else. Which is why the direction of Chagul Shonim, but some of the Shonim explain, is that Rabbi Yosef really does not like the answer that was given by Rabbi Eliezer. He learns is that there could be that there would be a Chatzi Kofer. He disagrees. He holds by Tom, just as by Muad there's a full Kofer. By Tom there will be a Chatzi Kofer. Well, if by Tom there will be Chatzi Kofer, then what do you do with the Baal Shonaki? He says, come to teach me a different area, that you don't pay half damages on the fetus even when there is no fatality and a person would pay the damages on the fetus, an ox does not pay half damages on the, for that fetus. That is what Rabbi Yosef is using it for. So therefore like this. So Mara says, I'm a little Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva says, really, why do you need a drosha to teach me that? If you take a look at the parsha that's dealing with where they strike a pregnant woman, it says, ki anoshim. When men are fighting, men are fighting with each other. So what do you see? Specifically, the laws of payment that apply to a miscarriage is when a woman who's pregnant is being hit by a man, not when she's being hit by an ox. And therefore, if I can darshan that from the person directly, I don't need to say that you're absolved from paying for chatzinezek, of, uh, from the Pasuk of Balashonaki, because that really can be directly derived. There is no pam- pa- payment of, pa- of damages for a. Uh, yeah, this men fight, men, men fighting with each other, right? So, what is it like this? So, Rabbi Kiva says, that men are fighting and cause the woman to miscarry. It's mashma only if it's done by people, not done by oxen. And by the way, that implies not only in Chatzin Nezek, even Nezek Sholem perhaps, they would be exempt. So what do I need a Pasuk specifically telling me that there's no Chatzin Nezek on Vlado, there's no Chatzin Vlados from Balashornaki when from the, directly from the Pasuk is Mashman, there is no payment on Vlados at all when it's caused by an ox. Everyone, you have a question of Yekiva, right? So Mora says like this, Shabbat Rabbi Yekiva, that's, that's a good question. How does Rabbi Yosiak really get around that question. Why do I need Balashor Naki to teach me there's no Chatsi Vlados if there's no payment of Vlados at all? The puzzle's clearly in Mashma, it's people fighting with each other, not an animal. So Amar of Ula Bereidur of Edi. So he says something that at first glance is completely counterintuitive and the Gemara's gonna call him, call him on it. it says like this, I would have thought like this, right. You have to compare apples to apples. So it's saying is that when two men fight, all right, 
Two men fight, there's an exemption on oxen, because as men, men is not oxen. Now, it means if you're, uh, uh, you are counting out oxen, it has to be oxen that have the same status of payment as men. What type of ox has the same payment as a person? A muad. So, you would have thought like this, is that the pasuk that says well, that you don't pay for the miscarriage is when it's a mu'ah, just like a man. A man does pay, a mu'ah doesn't pay. But now, if it only exempted a mu'ah, who would I thought still pays? Tom still would pay chatzi nezek. Tom would pay chatzi nezek. So maybe that's why I need Balashonaki to tell me that even a Tom doesn't pay. Now, why is that? Not, it appear to be counterintuitive. Why does it appear counterintuitive? If you have a positive telling me that a muad, which normally pays full damages, doesn't pay, then Kaaba Homer, then a Tom would have paid. I need a positive telling me that I would have thought a muad does pay and a Tom does not pay. That, that's the problem with that. So Mara says like this. So Mara says like this. I would have thought that the pasuk that anoshim, it's anoshim and not shvarim, is only exempting those type of oxen which are similar to people, which are the muad, or full payment damages, right? But not tam. Ma anoshim muadim, just as a person's always muad. So the shvarim that you're being excluded from the case of, of miscarriage, paying for the miscarriage, is the muadim. Ha tam but that would still leave you having the tam having to pay. That's why the Torah teaches you is that your potter, the Tom does not pay. On that, Rava right away asks, he says, one second, he uses an expression, but the expression is teaching us the gist of what he's trying to say. There is an expression that says, how is it possible the citizen, the person that's been in this country all these years, he only is on the ground. And the Giora and the alien is Bishmesh Maya. He gets to go to the heavens. Meaning, you're giving all the benefits to the guy on the, uh, uh, who's just been here for 10 minutes and the guy that's been here for the last, I guess he hasn't listened to the United States. But the point is, the guy that's been here for, for, for five generations, what, he, he stays on the ground, which means basically, how can it be that you're going to favor, you're going to hold liable a Tom what, how would you have thought to hold liable a Tom if what? If you exempt a Muad. Right? I don't understand. Meaning like this, if, if the, if, so the way he's expressing it is, is uh, that it's not possible that you're going to think that a Muad would be, ha, would be potter and a Tom would be hot. So back then, the way he's saying it is, how is it possible if something applies to the citizen, then for sure that should apply to the alien, right? You can't think the alien would have a different, a better din, or like a more severe din, let's say, than, 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 than right? That's, that's what he's, how's he come to correct it? Now, Tosvos is so bothered by what the simple understanding is. So Tosvos says that Rabbi Yossi Aglili must have meant something else, right? Meaning, it can't mean that he would have even had it entered into his mind that you could say the Tom's going to be Chayev even though you make the Mu'ad Potter because the Tom is really always only half of what the Mu'ad is. So how could the Mu'ad be Potter and the Tom be Chayev, right? So Tezvah says is that maybe I would have thought that the Mu'ad is Potter from full damages but it still would have a din of Chatzi. Right? So maybe, maybe what meaning, you would have thought what, what's being exempted is you don't have to pay full, you only have to pay half. I mean, but I would have still made the Muad pay half. And therefore, then it's, then it's not so difficult, but, point, but the point really is, at the end of the day, uh, what Rav is saying is that, that you cannot have an exemption on the Muad and say there's going to be a Tom liability. Therefore, that's what Rav doesn't like that. So therefore, bottom line is, so it can't be that that's what Rabbi Yosiak really was saying. You need it for the possibility to tell me that a Tom does not pay half damages because there's no Svarah to say a Tom does not have that. But I already know that there are no payments on a miscarriage 
And even if you want to apply it to a mood, it applies to a mood, you want to apply it to a tom too. Therefore, that can't be what Rabbi Yosei was saying. So what Rabbi is going to try and explain, maybe this is what Rabbi Yosei was saying. It means it's a tana. The purpose, the, the point of an amor is to try to explain what the tana means. To say that that tana couldn't have meant that, fine. Then what did he mean? So Rabbi is trying to say this is what he meant. So Ela Amar Rava Itzrich, that you need the drasha of Rabbi Yosei in the following way. Sagadai dech amina. You might have thought, means Rabbi Kiva's question, it says anoshim. Anoshim implies that it only applies by a- people, not by animals. So I know animals are exempt from paying for the miscarriage, right? So what I need Baal Shor Banaki for? He says, Al-Gadai Amin Anoshim, Shvarim Adomim La Anoshim. I mean, I would have thought like this. This is actually exactly the opposite. He says like this, yes, it's true that I would have thought like this, is that the Torah tells me that when two people fight, and they strike a pregnant woman, it's mashma, people have to make the payment for the miscarriage, and not, and not animals. Now again, it's true, what kind of animal does it seem to be comparing? It's a comparing an animal that's similar to a person, which means a muad. Right, so I would have said, okay, fine, so I know that there's no payment of muad, but now that I know there's no payment of muad, what would the Kalva Choma tell me? Then there shouldn't be for Tom. Then there shouldn't be for Tom either. So therefore, Kalva they should not be for Tom. So therefore, like this. So it's Agadai Tachamino, Anoshim Lishvarim Adum La Anoshim. Ma Anoshim Muad, which is the people on Amuad. So therefore, the Shvarim that's being excluded is Muad. But once I know there's no payment of miscarriage by Amuad, so therefore, Kaba Chomer, the Tamim Deptiri. That's why, Kasav Rachmana, Bala Shornaki. What is it coming to tell me? Is that. Yes, Bala Sharnaki, which is written in the parasha of Tom. The only animal you have a right to exempt is the Tom. But what do you still have to hold? Chayev. But the Muad will still be Chayev. Meaning, that's now Rabbi Yosef at least logically makes sense. And because therefore that, you need the positive to say you don't pay? No, no. The positive is only telling me you don't pay if it's a Chatsi. If it's half damages for the, uh, for the miscarriage. But on a muad, which is full, by impl- in- inference, why do I have to exclude the tam to tell me because the muad will? Meaning, I guess, it's really a bit of a convoluted drasha. I mean, you start off looking at the parsha. Two people fight. Two people fight. They have to pay damages for the miscarriage if there's no, there's no, been f- no fatality. Coming to teach implies that an animal does not. What type of animal would you assume does not? An animal similar to a person. Animal oh, similar wow. to a person is a muad. But if I know that a muad doesn't pay, oh, wow. Kavachar Mertam doesn't pay. Well, then why does the Torah come back and exclude by a tam a dumb doesn't play? That's actually to imply that even though a tam doesn't pay, a muad will. That'll be the takeaway. That's what you need Bala Shonaki for. Now you now that's at least logically. A muad would pay even though a man would not. Then. No, a muad would pay and a man pays. Oh, right, a muad and a man pays. Right. Why would I think a muad wouldn't pay? Because the Pazik's talking about two men fighting. Oh. So because in my memory, you might have thought to exclude an animal. What is coming to tell me, the only animal that you have a right to exclude is the tom. How do I know it's applying to a tom? Because Baal Shornaki. That's what Baal Shornaki, but a muad would have to pay. But now at least we use, well, we know, well, now we know what we're using it for. So Amalei Abaya. Abaya has the following problem. We learned earlier in this Masechta is that an animal is exempt from paying boshes. Meaning if an animal damages someone, you can make the person pay nezek. But embarrassment, you don't make an animal pay embarrassment. We have a, how do we know that? Because the pasuk that says, that teaches us embarrassment, when two men fighting and the wife of the one comes over to one of the guys and grabs him by his private parts and, he has to, and it says a hand should be cut off. It means you have to pay embarrassment. And therefore, the fact that it says people implies that it's people, but not animals. That's what it says over there. So Moran says like this, that Amalea Bayan. So Abayan says, then why don't we make the same, if Rabbi Yosef Glili's methodology is correct, you could literally say the same thing, not only by paying for miscarriage, let's talk about the payment of, ma- of, 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 of embarrassment. The positive says two men fighting, you pay embarrassment. A man pays embarrassment, not an animal. What kind of animal would you assume doesn't pay? An animal similar to a person, which is a muad. Well, if I know a muad doesn't pay for embarrassment, oh, come Tom. I comes along by Sholanaki, why don't you say then, say the same thing, Bar Sholanaki tells me, no, only a Tom doesn't pay embarrassment, but a muad do. If that applies in the case of miscarriage, then why don't you say the exact drosha for the case of Boshas. That's the Morris Kasha. So Morris says like this. So Amar Abai Elam Ata Gabe Boshas Nami Neimahach He say the same exact thing. Anoshim It says two men fighting by the parasha of embarrassment. 
Veloch farm and say you're excluding Anoshim. What type of men are you excluding? It must be Dumla Anoshim, similar to men. Ma Anoshim Muadim, just as Anoshim are always full payments on Muash Warm, so the Shwarim that are being explained from 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 that embarrassment are Muadim. But if I know that a Muad doesn't pay, so Kalva Khomer, a Tom only pays half of what the Muad. If there's no payment by the Muad, there's no payment by the Tom as well. Hajakaz Rahmana, that's why you can say Balashor Naki, that's written the Parashah of Tom. When an animal kills someone, you say Balashor Dam. Tom Patur from Boshes, but Murch and Bechayva Boshes. Right? That, if you're going to use that logic, it has to be true everywhere. So why don't we say the same thing? Well, how do you know Rabbi Yosef wouldn't say it? The same way he says you have to pay uh, on a, on a, for a Muad, you have to pay for payment of the of fetus, so maybe he holds that a muad has to pay for boshas. How do you know he doesn't say it? Maybe Rav Yosef would hold that. Because because if so, then in the original brisa that we brought down, that, 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 that what does Rav Yosef say you need balash or naki for? He says, Rav Yosef Omer, Potter to teach me that a tam is potter from Tamei Vlados. He shouldn't have just said potter from Tamei Vlados. He should have said to teach me, balash or naki is coming to teach me that it's potter from Tamei Vlados. And from Boshes. Why did he not mention Boshes? He didn't mention Boshes because there is no such drasha. Well, if the logic doesn't work for Boshes, then the way you've tried to explain his methodology, it should not work either for the Mevlada. So we're back to our question. What exactly is Rabbi Yosei using Bala Sharnaki for? Right? Someone says like this. So again, what are we trying to do? We're trying to make sense of the Brisa, the way Rabbi Yossi Aglili is utilizing Bala Shornaki. Somehow it's connected to a payment that's associated with the miscarriage. But we're trying to figure out what exactly was he saying. Till now, we've tried a couple of versions and we've knocked it out each time. That can't be logically what he's saying. So, You know what Rabbi Yossi Aglili is coming to say? He's saying is like this. Uh, that, uh, uh, that, the question, he wanted to say to teach me that a tom does not pay half damages on the on the fetus. On that, Rabbi Akiva had a question on him. Is this, the pasuk says clearly that you, even a muad wouldn't pay half da- pay damages because it says shvarim. Shvarim implies this law only applies to. I mean, anoshim. It only applies to people. Doesn't apply to animals. So how is Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Lezer, Rabbi Yosef, really responding to that? So Elamai Rabbi Yevarova, Damitra What it means as follows is that uh, you could say is as follows that. Uh, this is what you actually were alluding to as well. Remember, the parsha that's written over there is actually teaching us a kamla bidurabamina aspect. Because the Pasuk is teaching me is like this. That it says that, again, let's just, uh, the way the Chacham understand it. Uh, 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 you, two men are fighting with death blows. Right? The final death blows. A man strikes a woman. All right? It says if she miscarries and there's no fatality... Pay for the damage of the miscarriage. You pay for that implies that if there would be a, a fatality, again assuming the fatality over here is the woman. Why? Because of Kamla Ramani. Meaning like this, what Rabbi Yosiak really holds is that the Pasuk saying that that only applies by people, but it doesn't apply by animals. It means by animals there's no din of Kamla Bidravamine. What it means is that by an animal, even if there is a fatality, also you would have to pay, not the code for, the, uh, you'd have to pay for the Vlados. Now, that's what you for, say for, for the, the Vlados. For, for the miscarriage. For the miscarriage. That's, and therefore, now it comes out okay. Now, you might think that you have to pay, so now you have to pay full for the Vlados if it's a Muad, and you'd have to pay Chatsi if it is a Tom. Comes on, Barashol Naki to teach me that if it's a Tom, you don't pay the, the, for, the, 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 for the for the miscarriage, but now that's already now I'm I'm utilizing what Rabbi Akiva is saying. Doesn't the pasuk says men and not oxen? Yeah, men and not oxen are not uh, men are exempt because of Kamlei Dravini, but not that's how you explain the drosh of men and not oxen, right? Not that men are only high for the payment of miscarriage and not oxen. Is really Rabbi Akiva understood it. No, it's the exemption of men and is, is what would doesn't apply to oxen. Anoshim. By men, if there's no fatality of the woman, they pay for the fetus. But if there's a fatality for the woman, then they will not have to pay for the fetus. Why won't they have to pay for the fetus? Because they would be subject to the death penalty for the woman. 
but that doesn't apply by Shvarim. That even if there is a fatality of the woman, they don't have the exemption of and they would have to pay the full damages for the fetus. That's why the Pazit goes to teach me that you do not pay. You do not pay for the fetus, at least by a tongue. At least by a tongue. There'll be no chatzinezek of the fetus. That's what it's needed for. That's what it's coming to, uh, to teach me. Now, in order, we're going to learn the next few lines like Rashi. In order to understand this, we have to know a machlokas tanoim. Till now, I explained according to Chacham, it was the way we understand, is that as long as there is an intent, an intent to deliver a death blow, the Chacham Shita is that if you intend to kill A, and you end up killing B, there's no manslaughter, that's, that's, that's murder. The fact that your blow did not land on A, but landed on B, you're still high of Misa, it's a capital offense, you could be executed for it. Rab Shimon disagrees with the Chachamim. Rab Shimon holds is that the only time you could be uh, uh, executed is if the person you intended is the one you actually killed. Is the person you actually intended to kill. Who's not Rab Shimon? Not, not, if you, if you do it. So that, that's called, that's called, that's like the different levels of manslaughter. Manslaughter in the first degree, whatever they would call that. But that's not considered to be a, a, a murder that you could be executed for. Now, if you learn that, then you have to go back to the Pasuk and look at the Pasuk completely different. Because you cannot learn the Pasuk's talking about two people are fighting and they strike a pregnant woman, and therefore, if there's a fatality, meaning if the fatality is that it's the woman, then you don't pay. No, according to Rav Shimon, you would pay in such a case, right? We'll have to see how he learns it. But the point is, therefore, according to Rav Shimon, you can't learn the, you can't make the drosha, because that's how he understands. So therefore, Rabbi Bar Abba is asking, because he holds like Rabbi Shimon, means that there is no exemption if the woman dies. Well, if there's no exemption if the woman dies, then how do you apply it to the case of the ox? Because in the case that Rabbi and Rabbi are saying is that what we're saying, the Pesach's telling me, that where the woman dies, by a person, you don't pay for the fetus. But where the woman survives, then you pay for the fetus. The truth is, that's not the halacha, says Rabbi Adabar. At least that's not the way he understands the person. He understands like Shimon. means even if the woman dies, you would still pay for the, because you wouldn't be executed for the woman dying. Well, if you learn in either way, where the woman stays alive or the woman dies, you would still pay for the fetus, so then there's no... They learn that you don't, because you were fighting with some... Wait, why... Because your death blow was against the guy you're fighting with. So therefore, what he's basically saying is, so you can't say where the man would be putter for the fetus, the ox is chayev. According to Rab Shimon, the man is always going to be chayev, putter for the fetus. I mean, there's always going to be chayev for the fetus, because even if the woman dies, you're going to be higher for the fetus. Now, how he learns Pshad the puzzle, we'll get to in a moment. But the point is, now you can't make the drosha that Abaya Rav and Rav were making in the puzzle. According to the way Rav Shimon understands. That's how Rashi explains the question. So, Is the payment for the fetus dependent on the, uh, on, the, uh, on, the, on the fatality of the, of the mother or not on the mother. No, it makes no difference. The kavanatalia milsa, the, the, the payment of the fetus has got nothing to do. It would, have, it would depend. Did you intend to kill the mother? If you intended to kill the mother, then you can say you're exempt on the fetus. But, it's not, but, but you didn't intend to kill the mother. You intended to kill the person you're fighting with. It makes no difference whether or not the mother dies. Either way, you'll be held accountable. Well, if either way you're made accountable, how can you learn a drasha to that the ox pays where the person's not held accountable? The person, according to this, whether the mother dies or not, the person always going to be held accountable on the fetus. So how do you learn the drasha now for Abiyosi Aglili? That's the point that he's making. So El Amravada So what really, according to Rashi, what Ravada Barava is going to re- read the Pasuk the way Rav Shimon reads the Pasuk, and really then say that the drosha really that is being made over here, again, Rabbi Yossi Aglili's drosha, can work even according to the way Rav Shimon reads the Pasuk. Now the way Rav Shimon reads the Pasuk is like this. He says like this, that way he reads the Pasuk, the fatality is not talking about the fatality of the mother. The fatality is talking about the fatality of the person that you hit. Well, All right? That's who you're aiming for. I mean, that's it. I mean, like this. If you, if you are fighting with someone, 
And in the midst of you fighting with someone, you knock over a woman, right? And she miscarries. Now, the thing is as follows. If the person who you're fighting with dies, then, then, you will, then you'll be potter from both of Isha, from both whatever damage you call the woman, and the miscarriage. Why? Because there is a dinner of capital offense. But if there's no, if there's no fatality of the person you're fighting with, then you will always be held accountable for both the mother for the mother and, and for the fetus. That's how, yes. Are you higher for the mother for the death penalty then? No, no, no. Because the mother, you only, according to Shimon, you can only be higher for the death penalty. Uh, for the guy that you exactly were trying. So you have to pay for her death and you have to pay for the, 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 the of the fetus. That's how Rabbi Shimon learns it. Now, using that, then we can still go back and plug in Rabbi Yosia Glili. A, a set payment amount. Her value, basically, right? Well, what do you mean? In terms of ox? No, in terms of the man who killed the woman. And you'll maybe maybe you'll pay uh, kofer on the on the on the woman and 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 whatever the may vladus on the uh, whatever it is. But the point is now we can go back and learn the drosha. The way the drosha is going to work like this: when two men fight and there is a fatality, then they don't pay. Where there's no fatality, they do pay. By a case of if it's the case of oxen, if the ox causes the fatality. Right? Even if he caused a fatality in the man that, that he bought, right, right, right. he will still have to pay Before the, the finance. That's, that's, what, that's what you would learn. And then comes along the Pasuk, says, yeah, but that's only by Muad, not by Tom. That's how you're going to explain the coins from Shimon. So what it says like this. So, El Amar of Adabar Abba, the way to explain it, the way Rav Shimon understands the Pasukim, Anoshim Kinnuskavnu Zelazer, when they intend to kill one another, Avogavshiesh Osor and Beisha, even if the woman does die, Right? Ya'anshu, all right? They will still have to pay, right? Because as long as the person he tried to kill doesn't die, there's no capital offense. Therefore, even if the woman does die, Rav Shimon Shita, right? Ki atzmo. But let's say, let's say, again, a, a little bit of a nuance the way we said it. Let's say the intent wasn't to kill the man who you hit. Let's say the woman gets involved and you strike the woman to kill the woman. Right. So let's say you strike the woman to kill the woman. Then what will be the din over there? Then you should. Then, then, then if she, then if she yeah, dies, then, yeah, then the man would get wouldn't have to pay anything because he's got to have a death penalty. For kill, for striking because he's right. So they have key therefore. But if you keep this covenant issue when you intend to kill the woman, Atzma, then Lo Yanchi will not have to pay if she is killed, not on her and not on the, means she's going to be executed and not on the, on the on miscarriage. But lo shvarim, by, by oxen it's not like that. Even if an ox oh, intends to gore the pregnant woman, right. even like, it's a little bit different than I explained it, but the point is the same idea. But even if he intends to kill the pregnant woman, whether there was intent to kill her, and he does kill her, and she miscarries as before, the owner, the husband, can A, the, can, can, the, the ox will be held liable for the killing, but the owner of the ox will also still have to pay for the miscarriage. So therefore, lo shvarim dafilu iskavnu ish the bottom of membeis. Therefore, akiniskavnu the isha dafilu iskavnu isha atzma yaranshu. You still have to pay for the offspring, and therefore. So therefore, and that's what would come out, right? That you might, you would have made. Comes on the pasuk, to tell me the petiri that there is an exemption. Now, by the way, the uh, the, the, the there's actually machlok is showing him over here. The way I'm explaining is, your potter doesn't mean your potter completely. Your potter from the the muad would still have to pay. It's the tourist coming to tell me that the tam does not have to pay chatsi on the Vladas, which is what, it's mashma, that fits in what Rabbi Yosef Lili was saying all along. All right, v'chein also Rabbi Chaga in Bidroma, when Rabbi Chaga came from the south, he actually brought a brysa that supported the other kavasa the Rav Adabarava that explained the explanation of Yosef Lili the same way as was just explained Rav Adabarava. Tanya Ida. Now again, another brysa to explain how do we utilize Bala Shor Naki. What are we doing with Bala Shor Naki? So let's see the Brysa. It says Bala Shor Naki. So till now we had Rabbi Elkiva arguing with Rabbi Eliezer, asking questions on how he wanted to use Bala Shor Naki. Let's remember, Rabbi Eliezer wanted to say Bala Shor Naki was coming to teach us what? Is that you don't pay Chatsi Nezek for Tom. There's no Chatsi Kofer. 
And Rabbi Eliezer's que- and Rabbi Akiva's question is, how could there be chatzik kofer? The animal has to be executed, and, co- and, and Tom only pays me gufe. And we had two versions how he responded to that. Let's see Rabbi, Rabbi Akiva's own interpretation. Tomorrow says, what's Baal HaShon Naki come to teach me? Rabbi Akiva Omer, Naki mit eved. What's coming to teach me is like this. We know that if a person owns, uh, a person has an ox, and the ox kills an Evaknani, what's the pay- payment? Ox kills an Evik An ox kills an The owner of the ox has to pay 30 sloim. There's like a 30 shekel payment, set amount. Doesn't matter, the, the Evik could have been worth a dollar, the Evik could have been worth a million dollars. You pay 30 sloim. 30 shekel is what you pay. All right? Now, what happens if the, ev- if the animal was a tongue? So Muad pays the 30. What do you pay by the tongue? Might say, maybe pay 15. Maybe you just pay 30. Comes along Bala Sharnaki, that what is you, what are you absolved from? That a tongue doesn't pay nothing, pays nothing for when it kills an Evaknani. That is what Rabbi, Yos, Rabbi, Rabbi, Rabbi Akiva wanted to say, Bala Sharnaki comes to teach me. Right? Now the Gemara says, Lechora. When, when, when uh, Rabbi Eliezer said, it's coming to teach me that you don't pay Chatzik Kofer, Rabbi Akiva had a question on him. What do you mean? How would you think you have to pay Chatzik Kofer? You have to pay from, the, from, the, from the, 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 the animal. And from the animal, the animal has to be executed. So of course you can't get paid Chatzik Kofer because you're going to have to execute. So why doesn't he have the same question on himself? How could I think that I have to pay for 15 sloyim for the evidence? I can't pay from the cow. Why can't I pay from the cow, from the ox? Because the ox has to be executed. So he, why was it a good question for him to ask him a lesser? Why didn't he ask that question on himself? Someone says like this: The name of Rabbi Akiva the Rabbi Akiva should say to himself, that that the uh, if it's a tom, it only pays from the goof of the animal. So therefore, I feel the based in the owner could the, the owner could say, you know what? Go ahead, bring my animal to based in. Yishalma could try get paid from it. You're not going to be able to get paid from it anyway because it has to be executed. Why did he have that same question on himself? Is that because Rabbi Akiva held that it could be talking about where the owner of the ox shechted it before the animal was sentenced? No, we had it after the animal sentence. We said after the animal sentence, it becomes Osir Bahano. But let's say the animal, he shechted it before it was sentenced. So therefore, it could still be, you might think. From yeah. the, uh, from and the therefore, in such a case, maybe whatever. you have to pay for the Evet 15 slime. We shechted it but before it was, yeah. before the sentencing. So therefore, Mao the same, and you might think, from that animal, from the goof of the animal, maybe it doesn't become Osir, uh, and no, therefore, Kamash Malan, since at the end of the day, this animal, the Torah's requirement for this animal was that what? It should be executed. Right? Aval got the shach day, even though you shechted it before the sentencing, the Pasuk is telling me no. Bala Naki is that you do not pay from this animal. That's what Bala Shor is coming to teach me. So therefore, I shechted it, I can sell it, and I can benefit now from. The, I, can, I can sell it and, take, and get money from that? Whatever, I mean, that, that we'll, we'll discuss in, at the end of this morning, we'll answer that question. But the point is, but you, it's, it doesn't make sense that the total would I don't have, have to pay. You don't have to pay for the 50. Ah, maybe you should have to. You don't pay. Okay. Tomorrow so says like this. On the top. On the top. Now, it says the one, one second. If Rabbi Akiva knew that this is a workaround, his problem. He didn't ask the problem himself because he had this workaround. Why wasn't he af- willing to afford a Eliezer the same workaround? You could have had, oh, how do you pay Chatzik Kofer? It's talking about the guy came and shechted it before it was sentenced. You might think you have to pay the Chatzik Kofer from that animal because it's not Osir Bahano. Comes along with the positive and says, so why didn't he give, the, why didn't he afford Rabbi Eliezer the same workaround? So, Iachil Rabbi Eliezer, Nami. Uh, why can't we talk about a case where he shechted in the case of the Chatzik Kofer before the sentencing? So when says, Achinami, Rabbi Akiva did know that was an answer. He wanted to see if Rabbi had a better answer. Because, you know, maybe he has a, because if he has a better answer, maybe I could use that better answer for the way I want to explain it. So he was not, he didn't want to offer that answer until he heard what Rabbi Eliezer's answer might be to get out of the problem. And Rabbi Eliezer's answer was either version one or version two of what we learned at the beginning of today's daf. Are you with me? 
So Achinami, he did know that the Rebbe could have used that word Quran. But Sava Dilma is late time Achinah the other Mihai. But maybe Rebbe had a better answer, and therefore that's why he uh, he did not give that answer up front, and he wanted to hear what Rebbe had to say. So now it says like this, and he would have told it to him that now Rabbi Akiva would have a better answer to that question. Says the Gemara like this, but if in fact that is a valid answer, then why did Rabbi Lezer himself give that answer? Why did Rabbi Lezer come on to two other scenarios where you could have given the answer that Rabbi saying Rabbi Akiva himself held of? Right? Everybody with me? Ira? Yeah. Why didn't he hold that was a good answer? Amalach, he says like this, one second. He says that I don't hold that that could be talking about such a case. Because He says like this, because what does Rebbe hold? He says like this, what, what are we talking about? And if an animal intended to kill uh, a, I mean, his answer was, or at least in one version, what was his answer? Is that the, you would think that you could have to pay from the animal because we're talking about a case where the animal wouldn't be executed. What was the case that the animal wouldn't be executed? If it was, if it was for an animal and it killed a person. At the end of the day, a person did die, so there should be kofer. But to execute the ox, you can't because his intent was not to kill a person, it was to kill an animal. So he says like this, the answer I'm giving to Shola Bakatalu Klaw, where the animal does not have to be executed at all. There's no scenario that the animal gets executed because the intent of the animal is to kill an animal. I hold that's a better answer. So there you could have thought, since you're not executing the animal and it's for sure Mutter Bahano, therefore I would have thought you have to pay Hatsi Kofer from the animal. That's why I need Baal Shornaki to tell me you don't. Right? The Salgadai to Hamina Nechayev, you might think you should have to pay the Chatsi Kofer. It's a Kolomuta, that's why any Baal Shornaki to exclude it. But in your case, you're talking about where a ox did intend to kill a person. And really, what should be the, the punishment for this ox? It really should be executed. Now, the person found a loophole. What was his loophole that he thinks he found? He slaughtered it before what? He slaughtered before it before it was sentenced, sentenced, right? So he says, he says, I don't hold There's no need for a possible. It's not possible that the Torah would have said, you have to pay Chatsi Kofer when you worked around the system, you shechted it. If the Torah intended that this animal should be executed, there's no way the Torah could have said, you pay Chatsi Kofer in what case? You pay Chatsi Kofer in the case where you went and shechted it before, where you did something wrong. Right. That can't be when the Torah says, that. therefore I don't need a possible to tell me there's no payment of Chatsi Kofer, if the only way the Chatsi Kofer could have come about is where you worked the system, the Torah would not have allowed you to pay, to, to, to have that scenario. You would not have been able to pay, you would not have been, it could be even Osir Bahano. means he holds even if you shechted before it was sentenced, it could be that you're not allowed to benefit from it. Could be that he holds. But to say that then you would have thought you pay Chatsi Kofer from that, that's no way the Torah. Therefore I have to use Balashor Naki for a different scenario. That is Rabbi Leazar, why I didn't give the answer of Rabbi Akiva. Now, says the Gemara like this, Rabbi Akiva, Nami, Bade, Hachiyav. Well, that's a very good svaro. So now going back to Rabbi Akiva, how could Rabbi Akiva have thought that that's going to be the workaround? What? The Torah's case of Baal Hashor Naki is needed for a guy who's gaming the system and thinks that he can shecht it before and comes out, that's where you need a pause to tell me that you don't buy Chatsi Kofer. It's very difficult. It's a good point that Rabbi Eliezer would be making. So El Amar of Asi. So Gemara is going to a different now, a different understanding of the reason why we need Rabbi Akiva. Again, Rabbi Akiva learned why do you need Baal Sharnaki to tell me that what that you don't pay half damages in what if the, for the for the Eved. And an Eved Knani kills somebody, you don't have to pay 15 slime. Unless it's a Muad, you pay the 30. By a Tom, you don't pay. Right. So our question was, well, of course you don't pay for the Tom. You can't benefit from He asked that question, and why doesn't he have that same question himself, right? So, I heard the following explanation for why Rabbi Kiva needs his drosha from a great person. And who was that great person? That was Rabbi Yosef Rabbi Chanina. Because I would have thought as follows. Now, the more is saying as follows, let's, it's going to bring us back to something we had before. Remember, we, normally we hold like this. If a, a, an, a person damages, what's the halacha? Half a full. Adam muad la'olam. Person is always full. Animal that damages, 
First three times or first two times, half. Third or fourth time, full. Right. What happens if a person doesn't dare, an, what if an animal does not damage an animal, but an animal damages a person? So there we had Rabbi Akiva Shita was that when, the only time you say Chatzinezek is when it's an animal damaging an animal. But an animal that damages a person, and you pay full damages. We had it in a case, remember we had the fight, each one caused the other one damage, the one that has the greater damage is the one that ends up having to pay. So Rabbi Akiva said that if it's an ox goring, a, a, if it's a man goring an ox, so then the damage, if the man caused the greater damage, he has to pay full damages. If it's an ox scoring a person, the Chachamim said, well, it depends. Is it a Tom or is it a Muad? Half or full? No, because it doesn't matter. Either way, it's going to fall. That was his position. Therefore, therefore it comes out good. Since Rabbi Akiva holds that a Tom damaging a person is always full, you might have thought when a Tom kills a a, a, an Evet Kanani that's killing yeah, a person, then maybe you would have to pay for the Tom, right? right? You would have to pay, right? And, and maybe the payment also doesn't have to be Megufo, right? Fun. Like it's like a regular Muan. Therefore, you need a person to tell me that the Tom does, does not pay. That's why that's the shot in Rabbi Akiva. So when it says like this, so therefore, Since Rabbi Akiva's own Shita is, that when an animal, even as a tongue, when it damages a person, the difference, remember the differential, which one caused the greater damage, even if it's an animal causing a person to damage and cause the greater damage, even if it's a tongue, the difference is going to be Nezek Shalem. So therefore you might think a tongue killing and Evan Kanani should have to pay the full damages. That there is no damages on a Tom. A Tom does not have to pay for killing an Evan Kenani. So, Mara says like this. That answer really is not a good answer. Why is that answer not a good answer? Because that answer uh, assumes the same way as Rabbi Akiva holds that when, a man, when a, an, an ox, when a Tom damages a person, it's Nezek Shalem. Therefore, he's saying it's so it's never Shalem. Maybe it's like a Muad. And a Muad, you don't need to pay from the animal itself. You can pay from the person's house. Therefore, even if the animal has to be executed, you might think there's still a 30 Shalem payment on a Tom that kills. But that's not true. Because Rabbi Akiva went back and said that it's even though I on, said that, then that's right. Even though there's Nezek Shalem on a Tom, a Tom is still always going to be Megufo. Well, then you can't give the answer we just gave. Because the answer we just gave is predicated on you might have thought it's like a muad to take it from outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Rabbi Kiva never said that. He changed, he, 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 he weakened his stance. Right. Where it says, Amalei Rabzeira Lerubasi, Baha, Tavi Rabbi Kiva Legazize. He weakened, he, he weakened, uh, you're saying they qualified, but he weakened his position. When he said a Tom is like a muad to pay full damages, it's not completely like a muad. The tiny we learned in the Bryce of Rabbi Kiva Omer, Yachal Yeshalem in Aliyah. You might think that when I say that a Tom pays full damages for damaging a person, you should pay like a muad from the best of the person's asset, Tom at Lomer, Kamish Brazay, Extra word loy like the, like the judgment he has to do low flow from it they go from and then it now you're on everything unravels because then I wouldn't have thought that you could pay from for an ever kanani for a tom because you can't benefit from the animal so ella amarova itzrich sagadai dechamin a different shot howel umachmereni be eved yosem in chorin since I know that. There is a, you, it, it, you have to have, you have a greater stringency when what? When a, uh, 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 a muad uh, kills a, a uh, uh, an evid is more chomer than it kills a ben choren. Why would you say that? Why would you say it's more strict when, an evid, when a muad kills an evid than when it kills a, because ben choren, yofa sell and osin sell. Because if the ben choren is only worth one shekel, that's all so yes. Then you're cold for his but one other, shekel. The but then, and he's worth 30, you pay 30. But Evid, Yoffa, Sela, Nosen, Shloshim, all right, that even if it's worth only one seller, if it's a Mu'a that kills an Evid, you have to pay 30. So therefore, since we see that a, the din of killing an Evid is more common than killing a regular person, so just as by a... Uh, so therefore, maybe the, the din will be more stringent. Even though Rabbi Akiva limited when a tom pays full damages for damaging a person, it's only from the gufo, you might have thought, but when a tom kills 
and Eved Knani were more stringent and we allow the payment even to be made min aliyah outside of the guf. Means we're, 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 even though Rabbi Akiva did blunt his position, even though he held, when a tom damages the person, it's full damages from the guf, you might think when a tom kills an Eved, since we're more chomer when he's killing an Eved by a muan, so we should be more chomer when by a tom too. And what's the chumrah? That it's not only full damages, but you might think it's full damages even from outside of the goof of the animal. Kamash Malan, Balashornaki, that a Tom kills an Evan, you don't pay. So therefore, Mishtam Nami, Tmei Evan Min Aliyah, the Tom would have to pay Min Aliyah as well, because I want to Balashornaki. Tiny Kabbalah the Rav, we have a Bryce that Mamish supports that. What does the Bryce say? Balashornaki, it says like this, Rabbi Akiva Omer, Naki Mid Mei Evan, means that you don't have to pay for the Evan. Uh, now, the Chorah asked him, was that, is that not a Kalva Chomer? Right? Why do we need a Pasuk for this? It says, We find that there is a payment for killing an Evan. There's also a payment for killing a Ben Chorin. Alright? By an Evan, it's a 30 shekels. And by an Evan, by a Ben Chorin, it's Kofer. It's Kofer. Now, we see that by Kofer, we know there's a difference between Tom and Muad. There's only a payment by Muad. There's no payment by Tom. So, so why don't we say the same thing by an Evid? Which means I don't need a Pasuk. If you can learn it from a Kalva Chomer, that it's only by an Evid you should pay, by a, a Muad you pay for the Evid and not a Tom. The same way you say by Kofer. So if the difference is by Kofer, why wouldn't it be by the Evid too? But oh, and there's another Kavachomer. Ma ben Chorin, Shinosin Kol Shavyov. By a ben Chorin, you have to pay the full value. No matter what it is, you always pay the full value of what the person is worth. Chilak the Mentamimud, and still you make a distinction between a moon. But Evid, Shainin Osin Oshloshim, by an Evid, this actually is a leniency. Even if it's worth 100, you only have to pay 30. Ain't a Dinjanichla Mentamimud, you not make a distinction between Tam and Muad. So therefore, so Lomach Mareni, should I therefore not be stricter by Evid, Yosemi ben Chorin? No, I'm sorry, when it's like, this. No, your kavachom is not a good kavachom because you could argue that actually the chomer is the case of evid, not the case. I could say the evid is the more strict case. If a ben chorin is worth one seller and you kill a ben chorin, the kofer is only one seller. Shloshim, it's 30, you pay shloshim. But evid, but if you kill an evid that's worth only a seller, what's the payment? It's still 30. It's 30 times what the value of the evid is. So therefore, it's more chomer. So therefore, you might think the time should also be chayev. Talmud Lomar, Balashonaki, that's when the Pasuk which is the way Rava learned it. So this Bryce actually supports the teaching of Rava. John will stop over here. Uh,